Perfecto, no vamos a perfecto. No vamos a perfecto, no vamos a perfecto. You a B-O-S-S, you know that you bless us. Tell you a boss and your drip and your every step. Welcome to the Boss Effect Podcast. Share this thing out, share this thing out. Podcast that helps you carefully rock in life and business. The show where you learn what it takes to be your own boss. Your one-stop shop for tips, tools, and resources. Your sweet spot for digital online business startup. When you are looking for your next step in life and business, we've got you covered. Where emerging entrepreneurs come to level up their game. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Welcome again to the Boss Effect Show. In today's show, we have two very special guests. We have Leo and Dr. Melissa Carver. We want to welcome you both to the Boss Effect Show. Yes, and at the Boss Effect, we only have the best of the best. We only have guests who have a deeply powerful story, a deeply powerful message to share with the world, because you know Boss Effect stands for what? Bold, outspoken, soulful storytellers. Dr. Carver. Hey, thank you all for having us. Thank you. Everybody, I'm Leo Carver, and I'm a boss. Hey, hey, I'm Dr. Melissa Carver, and I'm a boss. Ask McNeil. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, you said Dr. Carver, so you were going to ask us something? I was, because I was going to just start off, you know, because I'm like, ladies first, Dr. Carver, not going to talk. Oh, man, but then I realized that actually... You know, we may learn a lot about our spouses by letting them lead the way, being that they have such a rich history. They do. Right. All right. That's cool, too. And with that being said, then, Mr. Leo, how, how you been, man? Hey, I've been it's good, been brother. It's been a long time, man. It's good to see you, man. Yes, it has, man. I've been, I've been actually following your journey, man, you and your wife's journey. And that's why I reached out to you guys, man. I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about what y'all got going on, especially uh, with you being an author, man. So give us a little history about that book. Well, actually, you were the author first. So I was. You, you know, you were, you were, uh, I was the I was the first. Um, but his story is a little more interesting in how it happened. To be honest, mm. uh, he completely manifested an amazing thing. Um, so I had my book finished. I was just published. We knew that we were both going to publish a book, but we didn't really know when. And he was working a lot of hours and he's also in school to be an Ayurvedic practitioner. So he's like, okay, I know I'm going to do it, but it's kind of on the back burner right now. So a very large publishing company reached out to him via an agent and asked him to write a very specific book based upon topics that he teaches. And I don't know how familiar you are with the author world, but that does not happen. Okay. <laughs> that does not have authors typically have a very hard time even getting an agent to be presented to a publishing company in the first place. And in this scenario, they reached out to him. So I just had to give him credit for manifesting that awesomeness. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Hey, and you know, there's a little bit of advice for anybody. And uh, um, Sean, I know you did some music, you do some music, you know, you might be able to relate to this. Uh, it worked a lot like mixtapes do. You know, in the sense that um, what got the attention, you know, towards the book and towards these topics and me being a person that was an expert on these topics was writing articles, you know, like for the Chopra Center or for other, um, you know, for other websites and stuff. And 
uh, it just kind of got it out there and, and the blessings just flowed in. Yeah, the publishing yeah. company knew the specific, but they had a very specific topic in mind. So they went researching who are the experts in these topics and Leo was their person of choice. Congratulations. I know that must have been a wonderful accomplishment when you got that phone call. When you got that phone call, did you immediately go yes? Or was there some reservations like, uh, you got the wrong person? What went through your mind when they called you? Uh, there was a little reservation just because, um, you know, I just didn't know, you know, who is this? You know, who's calling me? You know, just out of the blue. Like, like you said, it's not something that just happened normally, you know. So, uh, but it, it was quickly a yes once I got the gist of the conversation. You know, and found out the company behind it. <laughs> so, how long did it take you to put everything together? Uh, a little over a year, um, it, because it was already a topic I was familiar with. Um, you know, it, it it was something kind of rolled out when I had time to actually write. But uh, like you said, I was working a lot of hours at the time and stayed busy, and so that made it prolonged. So, not to mention kids, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you understand. Exactly. You know, so I asked that question specifically as a segue for you, Melissa, because a lot of times, like for us in our relationship, one of us will get a blessing and we're like, oh, baby, they must got the wrong person. Yeah. And then we have to go to other person like, no, baby, you got this. You got this, right? Because when those things come up, a lot of the times, like your book says, it's like, who the hell told you that? Yes, you can do that. So how did that work out for you all, being that you had support when that came through? You had someone in your corner to say, oh, wow, this is that. And then Dr. Uh, Melissa, I want you to tell us, like, how did you show up for him in that moment? Um, I think mostly was giving him space to write trying not to ask for too many extra things. Speaking of kids, you know, we do a lot of going back and forth to the school. Sometimes I'm at the school eight times a day because we're not in district. So I have to pick them up from school, take them in the mornings. And then you add sports on top of all of that. And there's two of them. So with that said, there's a lot of times that I'm like, hey, can you go pick them up or whatever? So I guess trying not to do that as much only when necessary so that he could come home from his job and go straight to a computer and start writing and not be bothered. Yes, I like that. And that's why I, I saw both of you are authors and both of you have your own way of expressing yourself, your own things that you're doing. With him being an author and you being an author, like, do you ever find yourself crossing into each other's lanes? That's why I asked that question. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's For sure, yeah. 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 <laughs> so we've talked to a lot of couples. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus or anything, but you know, like Sean Seven has been doing music forever. He's always talking about music, and we're always talking about how music can change the atmosphere, you know, how it can just mm -hmm. change your mood, your mind, and yes. everything and just lift your vibration, yeah. right? So when we come talking about me, talking to me, I'm always talking about energy and I'm always talking about vibration frequency. And I'm like, hey, maybe I can rap. <laughs> Valid. You know? And I'm like, yeah, name is Queen Kimmy. And he's like, no, baby, stay in your lane. So how do you all stay in your lane? I want to know. You guys, well, she actually is pretty good when she wants to. Oh, I believe so, it. I believe it. <laughs> Quiet is kept. That's a couple tracks, you know. You know, with somebody else breathed on them a little bit, you know. I might be on a couple tracks. 
you guys have heard the intro to you, you guys heard the intro to this, right? Yeah. To the podcast. That's actually that's me and her. Okay, that's what's that. up. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it's a beautiful I thing. I do too. Like to me, there isn't two lanes unless there needs to be two lanes. It's always one lane. You just sometimes you yield off and merge into something else, but you're always gonna end up right back on the same road. If you're working as a unit. Right. And as a couple, I think that's something that um, Leo had to grow into a little bit <laughs> when we first met, because <laughs> he was also doing music, and I am very marketing-brained, so I was like, hey, I'm in on this. I'm down here putting posters up, you know? And- yeah, look, look. <laughs> South Korea, huh? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I didn't really appreciate it as much until later and realized, like, no, this is really helping me. You know, at first, I, I you know, so I can see where there's some struggle. Because at first, it's like, why are you over here trying to control what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I, you know, where I'm lacking, you know, she steps in and, you know, that, that and works vice out. Versa. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what was happening over here as well. Because I'm doing music. She was still in the military at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was still supporting me, but I wasn't seeing that at the time. I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. I'm doing. I've been doing this way before I met you. Yeah, so right. I know what I'm doing. Right. So she even went to school for marketing, so she could learn how to help me even more, and messed around and had to make a, a create a fake business for school, and fell in <laughs> love with it and made her own business and forgot all about the music side. Like, yeah. Long story short, though, she's always been right there beside me, though, supporting me, man. So I, I appreciate that, man. This Having is supposed that. to be about Dr. Um, Dr. Melissa and Leo Carter. <laughs> we just have people in front of us that have kind of like a similar... similar exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's good conversation. It's good <laughs> conversation. So my question for you is, Dr. Melissa Carver, we're going to go over to you for a little bit. I want to know your book, Who the Hell Told You That? It's so in line with everything I love about life at this moment. (laughs) What was the catalyst behind that? You know, I've been teaching my whole life without purposefully teaching. That's why I went into what I do now, because I realized even as a child, I was guiding people to think differently and ask more questions. And I think I... I believe that everyone did that until I learned better. So once I learned better, I wanted to be the person to help make them think differently. Get get rid of those indoctrinated thoughts that are holding you back. Some of them are good, of course, you know, not walking out in front of traffic. That's a good one. Keep that one. But the belief in so many things that are survival mode and come from trauma, those things we want to work through. So I guess my whole life was a catalyst for the book. Um, It's just something I love doing. I love getting people to think outside their box or throw the box away altogether and bring in new perspectives. And that's what the book is all about, different perspectives. You can only think of how you have experienced life. So I recommend for everyone to read all the books that are about thinking differently, talk to other people, get their opinions, even if you don't agree with it. It can throw in new ideas. I love that. And the reason, and I'm glad you said all that because that that actually answers one of the questions that I had for a while when I was watching you guys live with your journey. And one of the things that stood out to me was the fact that I seen that you was very spiritual, 
And I was watching Leo like coming into that lane and I watched as he was growing and I was like, man, I'm, it's like a year past, a year past and I seen he was holding classes, he's doing yoga and he's doing stuff. And I'm just like, man, he's meditating. I'm watching his, I'm watching his stories and I'm watching his, his Facebook, uh, you know, posters and things. And I'm like, man, he's really growing into himself. But I saw you doing it first. Can I actually say something before he answers? Mm -hmm. He actually meditated before we met. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I, go ahead. I actually used to get mad at him for meditating too much. Mm -hmm. Although I've always been spiritual, I've also been at times even a little too much goal oriented. So a part of me would be like, what are you doing? There's shit to do. Why, why are you sitting around meditating? And I would get aggravated. Um, but when we met, we just automatically were uh, into the same things. I think a lot of his high school friends say that same thing or even family say that same thing. And they think it was me bringing him in. But actually what my role was, was making him more confident in sharing it and expressing it. Because it was always there. Yeah, and, and I, I, um, another reason why that might might seem that way too is because a lot of my transition came uh, kind of in between, like in my college years. You know, I started running around with a group of conscious brothers and started uh, exploring a few other things and really started learning more. Um, you know, like African spirituality, comedic science. You know, all these different things just branching out some, and so all of that rolled into one thing. You know, and here we are, you know, so even though I was just starting out in it, you know, really when we met, you know, I guess I really introduced, well, I won't say introduce you to it, but we kind of had a flowering effect on each other that way, you know. We made each other want to continue to learn more, even though we were both yeah. already into it. We're both Native, so we also had that Native spirituality connection and had studied and somewhat lived that lifestyle, I won't say fully, <laughs> I don't know if we fully are 100% ever anything because um, we are our own individuals, of course, too. But yeah, I think the biggest thing for men is breaking through that ego. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say something about ego? She yes, ego. Break through she the ego. You try to hurry up and say, ask the question before you said that. But here's the thing about ego. You have one. I have one too. Yeah, we all have one. You got a big one. They're going to do it. That's why I love you. Jay Z and Jay Z and Beyonce even made a song about it, baby. It they, wasn't Jay Z and Beyonce. It was just, oh, it was Kanye, Kanye West. Yeah. 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 But I get you. I sent Tia. I sent Tia a lot in case you don't know. <laughs> so I have a question for you guys, real quick. It's this word here. Me and my wife. She said it. Did she say it? Mm hmm. Did you say it? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me teach teachable moment. And this is how you do this. So I love the fact that you're into mindset therapy and plant medicine. And what is that other thing you do? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good it. way. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> way to do it. Um, you know, I, I'm gonna assume you talk about Ayurveda. That's kind of the weird that's word. That's that's the word. Yeah, it's a Sanskrit word. So um, that's a that's a herbal medicine and science that comes from ancient India. So that word means uh, the science of life. 
And so it, it, it's mainly like diet-based, but it, it kind of encompasses everything and how you digest your life and your world and stuff. Okay, can you say it one more time for the listeners? Ayurveda. 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 Yeah. The thing with Sanskrit words is they are usually pronounced exactly the way they look yeah. when they're written in English. Ayurveda. Yeah, that makes it easier. And now, 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 sometimes it might be spelled five different ways, but each each way is going to be exactly how you think it's at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys said that because I'm I, I would have butchered it. I ain't <laughs> so, what was the catalyst for you? Why did you start in this lane? What started you down this road? You were already meditating. You met Melissa. You all got together. You're Deepak Chopra. Uh, Chopra. Oh, Chopra. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> we'll butcher the English language. Yes, we will butcher some lanes. And guess what? And then we'll say, we say it in love. Yeah. <laughs> so how about that? So the wisdom, you teach wisdom. You're really, So it's really like a holistic lifestyle, knowing who you are, being secure in who you are and how you show up in the world. Um, I know you're talking about, you know, seeding the souls, things, old stories, letting them go and, and coming up with something new. What was the catalyst? What started all this? You want, you want to take that first? You talk about Ayurveda. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I, I already told her what started mine. Right. Okay. So as far as like Ayurveda, plant medicine, herbalism and stuff, uh, I was diagnosed with Crohn's uh, back in 06, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a real, real bad bout with it at first, and they couldn't diagnose it. You know, I went a couple of years, they didn't even know exactly what was going on with me. And so um, after struggling with that a couple of times early on, you know, I started seeking out alternative means for medicine and stuff and how to change your diet and get your lifestyle together and stuff. So um, in, in pursuit of that, you know, Ayurveda came along. And so, you know, we were already paying attention to, like, things that uh, uh, Deepak Chopra was teaching and his books and, uh, like she said, med- meditating and kind of already on a wellness path, but still finding our way. So we decided to become Chopra students and become certified instructors with them. And when we showed up and was like, we want to do Ayurveda first, they were like, are you sure? It's like the hardest one you sure? <laughs> I mean, even people who worked there on a regular basis was like, that's, that's a really hard one to dive into first. And we were like, no, that's what we want to do. And he just went above and beyond the research and diving into all of the knowledge and wanted to keep going and continue going. So now he is almost an Ayurveda practitioner, right. but the Trova Center didn't offer that. So he had to go outside of the center to continue education. Right, I tried to keep on, uh, keep deepening my knowledge in it, you know, as, as I went along, because, I mean, that's so important to everything, you know, so, I mean, it's outside of just using it as medicine and knowing it from that aspect, it's just how you feel, you know, uh, being able to feed yourself and your family right, make sure everybody's healthy, it's important in uh, every aspect, so I, I dove all into it, especially having a, a gut issue. You know, I think that made me a little more sensitive to it, too. He spent a lot of time in the hospital. So so what is your guys' diet like right now? Like, are you are you plant-based or are you, uh, do you just eat seafood or any type of other meats? I eat all meat except pork. Right. I mean, we, we do try to, um, 
uh, we, we've increased our veggie intake over the years for sure. Like when we try to have our days, where we eat all veggie and things of that nature, but um, we, we still partake in meat. And we, just, we just don't eat pork. You was doing the, uh, doing the diet to, to help with your Crohn's disease. Did you have to cut any, any meats out at all or it just eat like a straight vegetarian diet at that time or you was able still able to eat whatever you wanted? Um, for me, a lot of it was um, the way I ate, uh, portions, times, time of day I was Time eating. of day is um, extremely important. Yeah, and Ayurveda is such a detailed science. It gets into all of that and what's best for each individual person. So, um, you know, I like I said, I, I might have relaxed on the meats a little bit, or especially red meat. You know, but for the for the we most didn't part, eat a lot of red meat yeah, we didn't eat a lot of red meat anyway. In so. moderation, you know, eat hot sauce. Don't eat hot sauce three, four times a day. Yeah, now see, I, I'm I'm I've always been a spicy eater, so I, I easily, if I'm not conscious of it, I'll sit there and eat something spicy almost every meal. You know what I'm saying? And and, and so that bringing that down and being more conscious of that helped out a lot. Just that alone. What was the experience like becoming a certi becoming certified? What was that experience like? Amazing. Yeah. The Chopra Center is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm not. Yeah, yeah. yeah we can't even find it all. Like the Chopra Center is bomb. Everyone that works there is bomb. Um, I mean, they. It's like an extended family now. They are just no matter where they are in the world, they are supportive. In every single way. Um, I just talked to one of the ladies that works for the center last night. She, I mean, she's always doing things to promote us and to get us out there. And if she doesn't know the answer to something that she wants to be sure the public knows, she hits me up and asks me rather than just leaving it out. Um, David G., who wrote the foreword to my book, he was the dean of the Chopra University, and then he branched out on his own, and he has three bestseller books. And still, as busy as this man was, traveling the world, speaking, et cetera, took it upon himself to be my mentor, guide me, and write the foreword to my book. And that's how we met him, was at the Chopra Center. Right. And that kind of, where's this center? I'm sorry, go ahead. Where's the center located? Are they all over? What, what did you guys happen to go to? Them? Well, we went to several locations, but we went to Carlsbad, California the most. Mm -hmm. okay. 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 You said you met someone who mentored you and took you out, you know, like someone who helped you get your message out there. They're willing to, you know, work with you, mentor you, promote you. What message are they helping you to get out there? Me specifically? Oh. Both. Self-awareness, for one, that's my biggest message, is self-awareness, authenticity, um, being able to go backwards so that you can go forward. You know, we so often hear, don't look back, you're not going that way. I completely disagree with that because if we don't know where these negative thoughts and our trauma reactions come from, we can't solve them. We have to go backwards and say, okay, this traumatized me. I didn't even realize it maybe at the time because again, sometimes we're so in survival mode that we tell ourselves, I'm fine, I'm fine. I gotta get up and go to work. I can't lay in bed crying all day. I'm not giving this any more energy. I'm not giving this any more thought, but in reality we need to be. 
if it takes a week laying in bed crying to come out on the other side, being self-aware and actually truly work through it, it's worth whatever money you missed out on. Leo, can you answer that too? That was deep. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of deep, but I don't really know how to follow up. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody kind of got quiet and was looking like, okay, y'all, those are the words, teaching, and the legacy of Dr. Hey. Melissa Carver. Hey, you see Leo Faithful, he reminded me of, I saw my lies when she get to talking sometimes, I get lost on what she's saying. Hey, there's an old saying, when wisdom speaks, you should listen. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, as far as the message, um, just wellness, uh, treating yourself right, uh, maintaining balance with nature, respect for nature, always, um, you know, where, no matter what your spirituality is, uh, tapping into that and making that a, a regular part of your life. You know, these are the things that I try to teach through, through, through my side of things. And, you know, just, just, I don't know, just being a better human being overall. And although we're both spiritual, we're both um, deeply connected to the same topics, he handles more of the meditation, the plants, the herbs, and I handle more of the deprogramming the brain to get to your own authentic thoughts that someone else didn't put there or you allowed yourself to put there during some sort of trauma. So I guess that's how we make a good balance. And I handle one aspect and he kind of, handles the others but they're all of course one whole being it is still one whole entity that needs to, it, everyone needs both <laughs> right and at some point in your journey you're gonna need to step on one side or the other so yeah sean seven has a song where he says that we're the perfect balance so our scales yeah. don't tip you know and that's what we are for each other Sometimes I need someone to be there for me and sometimes he needs that. So when you're in a relationship and you're in business together, you're not only in business together, you're in life together. Right, exactly. And that means, and that means that, you know, when I'm weak or when I'm strong, my partner recognizes that and we can play on each other's strengths and weaknesses without our egos being hurt or, or traumatized because somebody did something a different way. We are all on a journey. And someone said the other day, oh, honey, I want to do all this when I get to heaven. I said, I want to do it now and then too. Why do I have to wait? It's so all right. Like <laughs> so, so when you're saying all these, so I really resonate with your message. When you're talking about self-awareness, when you're talking about self-awareness, self-awareness is wellness. And wellness is self-awareness. So the two go hand in hand perfectly. Do you all have a collaboration project that you're going to be doing here soon? Is there another book coming out? Uh, I am going to put out another book. I'm sure he will too. Oh, yeah. uh, right now, we don't have any books together in the works, but we do have publications on the Chopra Center that we have written together. Man, you never know, one of those might turn up as a book later. <laughs> right. <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What opportunities do you provide for others to come and work with you and experience what you have? Because when you're talking about meditation in the world, I, I want to come to one of your retreats. Y'all do your retreats still, right? Mm -hmm. We do. We do an annual rejuvenation retreat. It's every year, the last weekend of July at Shaker Village. Have you all ever been to Shaker Village? 
don't, I don't even that. know what shaker. Okay, well, is. the shakers were um, a group of people that had their own type of religion, but there aren't really shakers anymore. And their previous village is now ran as a nonprofit. It's 3,000 acres. It has two waterfalls. <laughs> it's historic. A it's creek. It's just absolutely gorgeous from one end to the other. It's gorgeous. So we have three days there at the annual rejuvenation retreat to learn. We have various teachers, instructors, activities. Um, everything is scheduled and planned out. Everyone gets a body treatment, so a massage or Reiki or something to that degree. And that is our favorite retreat and event that we do. But then we do events we do scattered throughout events, yeah. the year, too. Yeah, and then sometimes I do events that are just online as well, especially in the winter months. So where's the Shaker Village located? It's in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. So it's just like 15, 20 minutes outside of Lexington. Okay. What well, when you do your workshops, where can we find this? Can we find all of this at your website? You can, yes. DrMelissaCarver.com. DrMelissaCarver.com. And then I'm always posting it on my Instagram too, which is the same Dr underscore Melissa underscore Carver. Okay. And if anybody wanted to purchase both you guys' books, can they purchase them as, at that uh, website as well? They can, and on Amazon. His is not available to get just yet, yeah, but they can pre-order his. Pre yeah, it, it drops in, uh, it, it comes out in January, January 11th, actually. Okay. And, uh, Go ahead. Uh, it's available on pretty much any format you, you find books. Sounds. Okay. You know what? I am so glad that you corrected me because... In my research, I was thinking that your book was already out and that you had a collaborative project coming out in January. I was looking all everywhere Sean online Sabin, for that book. Sean <laughs> Seven, reportive in investigator. Hey, my dad. <laughs> hey, you might be manifesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might be speaking hey, the truth. I was, speaking, I was speaking into it. Exactly. I just thought it would drop today. Well, actually, while you're playing, and I, and for you, this is the way we do things. Like, we love connecting with others who are on a journey to positively impact lives and communities, who are helping others grow, thrive, and come alive. For a long time, we, our own selves, struggled with living in survival mode. And as soon as we came out of survival mode, we were like, ooh, we got a little something. We felt like we needed to go back and save the world. And that's just not the way it was supposed to go. And it took a lot to be able to realize that when you're growing and when you're thriving, that there are things that you needed in survival mode that you just don't need when you're in thriving mode. Right. And to release those things, you have to be able to replace those things with something. So I love what you all are doing because Dr. Melissa is saying, release that old baggage. And then you have Leo that comes in and saying, come on in here and sit down and meditate. And I'll show you how to replace it with something. Right. New. So you go. never take something from people without replacing it with something less that whole need. You have to have something to fill a void whenever you take something from somebody. So I just love the balance that you all bring and what you're doing into this, into this world. Um, we did ask you how you got started, but we are going to do a twist here because that's just what we do. <laughs> I'm going to ask a question and you cannot look at each other. I'm looking both at both. You have to look both straight ahead. You can look at each other. Okay, here's the question. If you could be anybody in the world right now and boom, you get to be that person for a day and they get to hang out with you right? 
you get to pick who you want to be and you get to literally hang out with that person that you want to be. Like I get to pick to be Beyonce and I get to hang out with Beyonce. Like, you know, like this is for one day. One day. One day only. I know my answer. You didn't even need to think about it, Okay. Mary Magdalene. And it has to be a person. Oh. She came quick with it. <laughs> oh, this is we, we coming to Kentucky to see you because the fact that she said that means that she knows the truth about Mary. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Also, oh, I didn't know we could go to the store. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about right now. Hey, oh, hey right. there are no rules. We can time travel. Exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, Shoot. Okay, so tell us why you picked that person. To completely 100% feel her truth. Mm. She keep going deep on us. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Leo, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for going to school with my husband. <laughs> I want to thank you for marrying your beautiful, gorgeous wife. And introducing her to me because girl, you just got yourself a new bill. Uh, uh, Leo, uh, your turn. Sean, go ahead with Leo. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. He's like, she all right. Mm. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's that. You got me on that one. That's a good question. Uh, I wouldn't want to be anyone else. It's just for a day, that. though. For a day. You have to do it, or I come and take all of your earthly possessions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first person, whoever that was, would be Adam. Or was it? Oh, yeah. What was it? I don't know. Whoever, whoever the, 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 the Adam was, uh, I'll see what that was talking about. What made you pick that? Uh, just to, to imagine what it'd be like to be the first person to see any of this, to experience any of this, and what, what, what were they going through? How did they process all you this? You just want to be all the way in the jungle jungle. You're the plant man. The plant whisperer wants all the plants to himself. <laughs> <laughs> he wants he want to be the one to name them. You know, he wants that type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Rose. Uh, you gotta, you gotta admit, though, if you was the first person to be able to run around and do that, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that makes sense. You can <laughs> put everybody else on, too. Cool. I get to name everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay. Those were some great choices. And I'm going to say what those reveal. The person that you choose to be for a day outside of yourself reveals the true essence of who you are and who you desire to be in this life and the next. Great choices, guys. Archetype race. <laughs> yeah. You know what I... Look at here. We're not talking marketing. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but great choices. Great choices. Um, for the self-awareness and wellness. That is great because he picked wellness, plants, you see that? Like he literally is in line with who and how he wants he to show up in the world. Exactly. So when you ask a person, like I was talking to a lady one day and I said, if you could be anybody, who would you want to be? And she picked somebody that was totally not in line with who she was and how she was showing up. And instantly me as a coach, all I saw was, ooh, she need coaching. Hey, you want to come be my program? No. <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> 
I'm kidding. So what, I, we're going to give you all 10 seconds to huddle together and tell us your most profound, lasting statement. You're going to walk away. When you walk away from this podcast, you want people to walk away knowing that the Carvers came on and they said this, they dropped the mic and they walked <laughs> off. I'm the mouth, if y'all can't tell. Right, yeah, and I, I've learned to let her feed them out too when she wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> did you not hear me say I had a new BFF? <laughs> what you got? I actually have a lot of things. So to sum it up, it needs to be a sentence, just a sentence, right? That's what makes it hard. Um, it can be a phrase. Honestly, it can be a phrase. Ours is a phrase. I, I have okay. it. Don't allow your trauma to become your default personality. Could you say that one more time for us? Yes. Do not allow your trauma to become your default personality. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an IE. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.